So we've had a weekend to deal with this abortion thing. And I got to tell you, it's just been absolutely delicious to watch these guys react. Let's take a look at some of their reactions. And then let's take a look at uh, other things that are happening around the country. And if we get to it, we may get to it. We may not get to it. I don't know. Let's take a look at an opinion piece because, you know, everything has to be racist. This is Gene, including Roe versus Wade. This is Gene. You listen to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. All right. Well, some good news out of the Supreme Court. Boy, the left is really taking it in the chin. There's a case in uh, there's a case that they just ruled on on religious liberty. So there was a football coach from Washington, Washington State, named Joe Kennedy, and he was a junior varsity head football coach and the varsity's assistant coach. And what he would do is, before and after a game, he would kneel and say a prayer silent, silently, and then he would um, coach the game. Well, eventually, students started to join him in his prayer. Now, the, Bremer, the Bremerton School District in Washington didn't like this, and they didn't say anything at first, but then they decided, okay, that's, that's enough. They told him to knock it off. Well, he did eventually. He stopped for a little bit, and then he decided, no, this is just my thing, and he, he decided to go down and do it. Well, they suspended him and finally fired him. So this has been going through the court system for a while. It finally got to the Supreme Court. And they determined that the school district had no right to do that. So now this guy, he's already said he just wants to go back to coaching football. And now he can. And the uh, for that school district, so that school district basically has to rehire him. See, this is the whole thing. This is an important one. This is about religious freedom. You should be able to pray wherever you want and not be forced by the government schools or government institutions to stop. Well. They wanted him to stop doing it. Of course, the one thing he could have done, and this was the big argument, he could say anything that was secular. It wouldn't matter. He could literally go to one knee and say something, make a secular prayer, and it would be not a problem. But because he was a religious, specifically a Christian, because the left hates Christians, they decided to go after him. And they lost again, because this is religious prejudice, and they can't do that. So a huge victory again. The left just keeps getting absolutely killed. Um, the gun issue, they got destroyed in the gun issue. Then they got destroyed with Roe versus Wade. And by the way, all the court rulings were correct. We're not talking these were wild court rulings. These Roe versus Wade was just bad law. Um, the gun control bills within uh, within New York, and we went over that last week, just really bad law. I mean – Kathy Hochul, the New York governor, even admitted that she was going in and, and interfering with the Second Amendment. There wasn't, there was no question about that. Of course, then she showed us her twisted thought of what government really is. So, speaking of Roe versus Wade, I knew we were going to have some more fun stuff with this, and I, I have to do this first, and then we'll talk a little bit more about what happened over the weekend and things like that. So. <clears throat> Here's some more sound bites from the absolutely insane left. And trust me, they're just going more and more insane. Now let's talk a little bit about what their plans are, because to be honest with you, the Democrats are, are really stuck in a corner here. 
They think they can do more. They, they keep telling us they can do more than they can. They can't. So, uh, so here's Representative uh, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, and she basically thinks that all Democrats need to be pro-choice, and if they're not, they don't belong as Democrats, and therefore do not belong in Congress. I kid you not, she said this. Listen. Also, if you live in a uh, in a blue area, when people say go vote, that should include primary elections too, because. The thing that a lot of people don't like to talk about is the fact that not every Democrat is pro-choice, okay? So the ones that aren't, we really need to reassess if it's appropriate for them to continue to serve in 2022. She's a little tyrant. So in other words, uh, people like her who were duly elected shouldn't be duly elected because they might be anti-abortion and you can't be Democrats. I mean, this is the thought on the left. If you are not with us, you're against us, even if you are technically with us. Now, here's the whole thing. Like when we talk about someone like Liz Cheney, I don't like Liz Cheney. She's not with us. But but the reality is she is a Republican. I'm not saying kick her out of office. I'm not saying she needs to be taken out of office. But that's what that's what this little tyrant, uh, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez says. And by the way, that I, th I think it's absolutely hysterical that she keeps talking about democracy, 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 the end of democracy. All this crap is what she says. But her version of democracy isn't democracy. It's socialism. It's totalitarianism. And if you don't, if you're not with us, you're against us. I mean, this is straight out of Star Wars, Darth Vader's little thing, Emperor Palpatine's little thing. You're either with us or against us. It's She's just twisted. But then she brings up what um, I think the left is going to is going to talk about a lot. I mean, they're going to talk about a lot of things. We're going to get into that over the next few months. She talks about, hey. Let's just get rid of these Supreme Court justices because they're bad and they are no good and they're racist and they're bigots and they're homophobes and whatever. Here's AOC saying we should just impeach all the Supreme Court justices. Mm -hmm. That they can now lie to duly elected members of the United States Senate in order to secure Supreme Court uh, nomin uh, confirmations and, and, and seats on the Supreme Court. This do you think lying, is what we're you think lying at a confirmation a, a, hearing is an impeachable offense? I believe so. Okay. I believe so. I believe lying under oath is an impeachable offense. Um, I believe that violating federal law in not disclosing income from political organizations, as Clarence Thomas uh, mm -hmm. did years ago, is also potentially an impeachable offense. I believe that um, that not recusing uh, from cases that one clearly has family members involved in uh, with very deep violations of conflict of interest are also impeachable offenses. And I believe that this is something that should be very seriously considered, uh, including by member by senators like Joe Manchin and Susan Collins. Everything she's mentioning here, by the way, is all hyperbole. It's exaggeration. First off, because Clarence Thomas is a Republican and he donates to Republican ca causes, he doesn't have to report that as long as they don't violate the law. And none of his have violated the law. He can donate to whoever he wants to. And as far as his wife, Jeannie uh, Thomas, who was a huge pro-Trump supporter and believed in the uh, overturning of the election, 
um, he can believe in that too. There's nothing he can, she can do about that, say about that. He never presided over anything concerning that uh, case. So it, this is this is all stupid. What it comes down to, and by the way, the lying the lying thing. This is another talking point for them. Basically, Kavanaugh, Barrett, Coney Barrett, Gorsuch, when they were asked how they would deal with Roe versus Wade, they just basically say Roe versus Wade is precedent, and it is right now law. They they never said that they wouldn't overturn it. They don't have to tell them what they're going to make it to say, and that's what they did. They said, well, right now it is established law, and it is. It was. But that doesn't mean they can't do anything about it. That doesn't mean it was good law, and they determined it was not. So there was not, nothing here is is lying. And not to mention impeachment. I hate when they talk about impeachment of superior Supreme Court justices because impeachment is a political tool. You don't even need to prove guilt for a crime for to impeach somebody. Trump was impeached twice. He didn't do anything wrong. So, yeah, it, it, it's garbage. Here's Elizabeth Warren basically calling for what the Democrats want anyway, expanding the court. You know, look, I understand that uh, uh, Justice Kavanaugh, for example, I don't know what he said to Senator Collins. I wasn't in the room. But I do know this, that the Republicans have been very overt about trying to get people through the court who didn't have a published record on Roe, but who they knew, wink, wink, nod, nod, were going to be extremists on the issue of Roe versus Wade. And that is exactly what we have ended up with. This court has lost legitimacy. They have burned whatever legitimacy they may still have had after their gun decision, after their voting decision, after their union decision. They just took the last of it and set a torch to it with the Roe versus Wade opinion. I believe we need to get some confidence back in our court, and that means we need more justices on the United States Supreme Court. And I know that's something you support. Thank it's you. It's happened before. We've we've done it before. We need to do it again. The, the court has lost its legitimacy because they didn't vote for what she wanted to vote for. And again, she was making the argument that they lied in front of Congress. They didn't lie in front of car Congress. They didn't lie at all. They said, yes, it's co it's law. It's the the um, Roe versus Wade is settled law. It is settled law. That doesn't mean it can't be unsettled. It was bad law, which Liz uh, uh, Liz Warren is a uh, Harvard graduate and used to teach at Harvard. She should know how to read, but she doesn't. She doesn't care. So the courts, of court, course, illegitimate because the ruling they didn't like. They didn't like the ruling with guns. They didn't like the ruling. They're not going to like the ruling they made today. So it's an illegitimate court. What's amazing is, you know, you can say that this ruling was illegitimate. Well, what about the Roe versus Wade ruling? That wasn't legitimate either. So that's the whole thing. I Hey, the court has ruled things that I didn't like. I didn't call them illegitimate. I just said that's too bad. These guys, yeah. They got, and then, then comes the big point. Got to get rid of that filibuster. Got to pack that court. Because that's all those people think about. That's all they want to do. They want control. They want power. Of course, if they packed up court, that makes the court more legitimate. 
Now that you, we're going to add four justices and they're all going to be right left-wing judges. By the way, they're radical? They just nominated a judge who doesn't know how to define the word woman, doesn't know what a woman is. But those guys are radical? Absolutely amazing. And of course, you can't have anything else without Maxine Waters inciting another um, riot. I mean, this this gal, she's the most corrupt person in, in Congress, a terrible human being, miserable representative. Her district is a disaster, and she does nothing about it but live in her little mansion. Here's Maxine Waters inciting a riot. You see this turnout here? You ain't seen nothing yet. Women are going to control their bodies no matter how they try and stop us. The hell with the Supreme Court. We will defy them. Women will be in control of their bodies. And if they think black women are intimidated or afraid, they got another thought coming. Black women will be out in droves. We will be out by the thousands. We will be out by the millions. We're going to make sure we fight for the right to control our own bodies. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Okay, a couple of things here. First off, is there going to be any investigation if there are riots this summer? I think there'll be riots this summer, but we'll talk about the rioting in a few minutes. But is anyone going to investigate this as insurrection? Because that's what it sounds like. And by the way, she did this with the L.A. riots back in the 80s, late 80s. She 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 does this. She does this constantly. No one investigates her. No one will call her out. No one will say anything to her. But she does this all the time. Uh, but as it turns out, there aren't going to be millions of women out there on the streets because, as we'll find out a little bit later, most people just don't care. They don't think it's that big of an issue. This is just a way to have a platform. The Democrats are really desperate for a platform. They really cannot find a platform. They can't run on the economy. They can't run on gas prices. They can't run on foreign policy. They can't seem to do anything. And this is going to be one of those things that's probably going to disappear in two weeks. Well, it might not disappear because the media, oh, they're all in. ABC's, I believe her name's Katie Raddatz uh, from this week. She just went off. Now, mind you, this gal is a pro, not only pro-abortionist, she actually works for an abortion clinic. So this is not a, a woman who is nonpartisan and completely neutral. So let's listen to what she had to say. On Friday morning, women in this country, like they have for nearly 50 years, woke up with a constitutional right to abortion, a right enshrined by the Supreme Court's 1973 decision in Roe v. Wade and reaffirmed again and again. But just after 10 a.m. on Friday, a legal earthquake, the court stripping women of that fundamental right. In a 6-3 decision, the conservative majority upheld Mississippi's ban on abortion after 15 weeks of pregnancy, with five of those justices voting to go even further, overturning Roe v. Wade. The first time an individual right of this magnitude set in decades of precedent has been taken away. Since the announcement, abortion rights activists have swarmed the court and launched protests across the country. Actually, abortion is not a fundamental right. It's never been a fundamental right. Um, owning a gun is a fundamental right. Free speech is a fundamental right. Being able to protect yourself, being able to say, practice whatever religion you want, 
those are fundamental rights. Uh, having an abortion actually goes against fundamental right, rights of life, liberty, and property. It goes completely against the Constitution, but that doesn't matter. And you notice that it's not that maybe the 73, nobody makes an argument using the Constitution to prove something. They always just drama, drama. That's all they do. Nothing but drama, nothing but big words and things like that. And, and none of this is, is reality. There's no fundamental. There's nothing in the Constitution that says anything about abortion. And by the way, um, here's something wild and crazy. We're actually quite liberal with our abortion laws in this country. Europe doesn't have abortion laws like this. France, I think, is at 14 weeks. England is at 15 weeks. So we're the ones that are actually the outliers to having a baby at six, having being able to abort a baby at six months. That seems to me pretty extreme. Of course, celebrities got into it, too. Samuel Jackson called Clarence Thomas Uncle Clarence. Nothing like using a little bit of racism, but he'll never get called out as a racist. The lead singer from Green Day, who I don't even know because I don't listen to that crappy band because they're anti-U.S., he said he was going to renounce his U.S. citizenship and move to England, which, by the way, as I just mentioned, England has actually stricter abortion laws than the United States do. I'd say I hope he doesn't. I know he won't because he's full of crap. He made all his money with music that sits there and disrespects the United States. He's the one who wrote American Idiot. But meanwhile, he went, we'll go. Pink said that all anti-abortionists should not even bother listening to her music. Good news. This anti-abortionist doesn't listen to your music. So I guess I'm, I'm, I'm going to be uh, a fan of a Pink is going to be a fan of me. But of course, it, it's the <laughs> it's the TikTok generation that is absolutely hysterical when it comes to this whole thing. So here's a gal at a, a, a march. Listen to how she refers to. I guess she's referring to women. I don't know. Let's listen to what she says. We need a revolution. We need to fight for women's rights. Woo! And honestly, all uterus owners, whether you're trans, non-binary, we're fighting for those people too. Woo! Uterus owners. Uterus. This is the person you want to take. You mean women? This is a person you want to take policy suggestions from? She doesn't even know what a woman is. Uterus owners? How, how sexist is that, by the way? That sounds like misogyny. How insulting is that to a woman? You are nothing but a biological machine. You're not a human being. Here's another guy on TikTok, of course. Um, I, you, you should visit Dumbass to Talk in Politics and actually look at the video because he looks actually quite nuts. Uh, listen to his argument and he, how he's so normal and not unhinged at all. Listen to him. We knew this day was coming, people. We knew it when Donald Trump appointed three Republican Supreme Court justices who said they would uphold Roe v. Wade and lied under oath just so they could get confirmation and then overturn it once they came into power. We knew this day was coming. So what are we going to do now? Are we going to surrender? Are we going to say, no, it's over. We're going back to the dark ages. No, no, stop it. 
we are going to show up to the ballot box in massive numbers and we are going to make sure women's reproductive rights return to where they belong in the hands of women not in the hands of six republican supreme court justices are you with me people are you with me and are you with the democrats if you are you better show up to vote blue this november because everything's on the line nobody lied under oath <laughs> i mean this guy's unhinged um, Roe versus Wade was overturned because Roe versus Wade was a crappy ruling. I mean, they were talking about penumbras of privacy in the 14th Amendment. Please spare me. This guy, these people are so unhinged, but, but honestly, we're not done with the unhinged. Let's listen to this gal here. She is, yeah, no, she's obviously having a really bad day. Listen to her. <laughs> It's all right. It's all right. I feel that way too. It's all right. We feel that way together, okay? Let it out. Let it out. Everybody wants to show the happy side. I'm mad as hell today! But because I have responsibilities, I'm gonna do these freaking dishes. It's gonna be alright. Yeah, that's who we want to determine policy from. Totally sane. Absolutely sane. By the way, she's not, she's not young. She's actually quite old, probably never going to have to deal with an abortion. But the, the, that, if you thought that argument for Roe versus Wade was good, this gal has the best argument for Roe versus Wade. And, you know, she's 300 years old. So, I, again, I'm not exactly clear why she cares at all. But, I mean, that's what the left does. So it's a religion for these people. That's what it is. But this this is a phenomenal argument. Let's listen. Well, damn, I'm convinced. Let's... <laughs> Let's let's we should have sent she should have been a Supreme Court. Uh, she should have been a constitutional lawyer and she should have been up there and actually make arguments in front of Clarence Thomas. That would have convinced him. See, here's the thing. Roe versus Wade was overturned for a couple of reasons. One. Well, the main reason it's not in the Constitution. And I'm sorry, the 14th Amendment and the. 13th and 14th Amendment. If I'm not going to get to the opinion piece, I'll probably do it tomorrow. But we're going to talk about the 13th and 14th Amendment because in an opinion piece from, I believe it was the New York Times, of course, overturning Roe versus Wade is racist. So uh, everything's racist. But anyway, here is an argument from a pro-abortionist, believe it or not, and she had the most cogent argument and it wasn't it wasn't arguing for abortion she was saying well yeah this was going to happen i mean she's wrong 
she's wrong. But at least she sits back and she is reasonable. Listen to what she had to say. And I, I'm being serious. She's actually quite reasonable. And, you know, she has pink hair and stuff. So, you know, she's probably pro. Well, she is. <coughs> she is pro-abortion. She says she is. So let's listen. You know who the left should blame for the overturning of Roe versus Wade? Not the Supreme Court. Not Christians, not conservatives, not Republicans, not pro-lifers. The only ones they should be blaming are themselves. It is 100% their fault Roe got overturned. A lot of people, myself included at one point in time, could sympathize with the scared teenager, with the drug addict who had no business bringing a baby into this world. We could understand that we didn't like it, we didn't agree with it, but we could at least understand it. We went from safe, legal, and rare to up to the moment of birth. We gave you an inch and you took a mile. We drew the line when you decided that you should be able to murder a fully formed infant up to the moment it exits your body. You have no one to blame but yourselves. She's absolutely correct. I mean, about it not, I mean, not the overturning of Roe versus Wade. Roe versus Wade was going to be overturned eventually. I mean, I, I don't know how people don't see that that was going to be overturned. By the way, that big argument that, you know, we've had Roe versus Wade for 50 years. Yeah, we had Dred Scott for 100 years. That was still overturned by Brown versus the Board of Education. So I'm not exactly sure what your argument is here. Roe versus Wade was never good uh, good precedent. It was always being debated. It was always being argued. It was going to be overturned. So she's wrong there. But she is right in that the left has gotten so extreme with abortion. I mean, they're talking until that baby actually leaves the body. Is it uh, uh, not a person? Yeah, that's pretty extreme stuff because I don't know, a baby at eight months, that's a full baby. That's a baby that can be taken out of the body at that point. That's a baby. There's that is I don't even know how that is arguable. But anyway, the left is is going to go back to the same same well here now. What are they going to be doing? What are they going to do? There's really nothing they can do here. So they talk about this is a federalism problem for the left. Okay, this is a constitutional and federalism problem. They don't like federalism. They definitely don't like the Constitution. So the big problem they're going to have, they keep talking about, they want to codify, they want to codify uh, abortion into the law. Well, it's just going to get kicked out again. The Supreme Court is just going to say, you can't create a, a federal law. You can't, Congress can't create a law that goes against the Constitution. And they said, the reason Roe versus Wade was kicked out is because it is not in the Constitution. So codifying it through Congress and having the president sign something, it's just going to be kicked back again. So that's not going to help. Uh, you have AOC. They're talking about impeaching the judges. She's not the only one that says that. There are a lot of people that want to impeach the judges. You've got Elizabeth Warren's group that wants to pack the court and eliminate the filibuster. Yes, they're trying to do that. Again, eliminating the filibuster is not going to change a thing. Packing the court is not going to change a thing. And then the question is, let's just say they do pack the court. They bring this whole law back in in front of a court and the court rules. Aren't, aren't they overturning the Constitution? Aren't they doing the exact same thing they're accusing this Supreme Court of being radical of doing? Being radical? So none of this is going to happen. 
They're going to demonize the system. That's what AOC and Maxine Waters are doing. The system is bad. All you pro-abortionists, you're bad. Or anti-abortionists, you're bad. So they're going to demonize the system. And then finally, they're going to, they're going to fear monger. And that's what they're doing now. They're going to say they're, – they're doing it now. They say that SCOTUS will end – the uh, Supreme Court will end gay marriage, will in, end interracial marriage, will end contraception because those three precedents are based off the 14th Amendments. Well, yeah, except nobody wants to do that. It would be maybe 8 to 1, probably 9-0 if that stuff went in front of the Supreme Court. So this is not a thing that they want. And, and actually, how do we know that? They said it in the ruling. Alito said it, and Thomas said it too. Thomas said maybe we need to review those cases because if it's based off the 14th Amendment and there's no right to privacy in the 14th Amendment, then, I mean, it doesn't say privacy at all in the 14th Amendment. So I'm not exactly sure what they're talking about. But but maybe we should look at it and make Congress actually put in a law out there. But they said they have no appetite for that. They don't want to end gay marriage. They don't want to end interracial marriage. Clarence Thomas is not going to end interracial marriage. He's married to a white woman, and he's a black guy. So, anyway, here's the thing. This is going to go away in a couple of weeks. I truly believe this is not going to last, that this is going to go away. Uh, do I think there might be riots? Yes, but I think that's because people just like to riot now. And they're looking for an excuse. That's how polarized we are. Now, speaking of riots, let's get into that. Uh, we were expecting a night of rage this weekend. Um, there were protests. Some of them were violent. But for the most part, um, there really wasn't much happening. Now, um, there was like in Los Angeles, police officer there was an attempted murder on a police officer by some guy using a makeshift uh, flamethrower. So that was bad. Um, in Colorado, a pregnancy center was firebombed. So that was bad. But for the most part, it wasn't too bad. Um, the most violent, loudest protests happened in like Washington State, Oregon, California, New York, Washington, D.C., and Massachusetts. And then notice this is something that I told you was going to happen, that they were going to be rioting in places. They're going to be rioting and protesting in places that actually aren't getting rid of abortion. You didn't see any protests in, let's say, Idaho or South Dakota, North Dakota, Utah or Mississippi. They didn't really riot there or protest there. Those states are about banning abortion. They don't want it. They think it's a bad thing. But so people in those states want to ban it. So protests aren't going to be a big thing. There were two semi, one, there were two protests in one red state and one purple state that were kind of um, unruly. In Austin, Texas, uh, there were some scrums, not full riots burning down buildings, but some windows were broken and there was some assaulting a police officer. Understand something though, even though Texas is a red state, Austin is a blue state within the red state. So is Dallas, for that matter. Dallas, Houston, Austin, they're pretty blue, and that's because of their big cities. Most big cities have very left-leaning populations. They're just not heavily blue. Um, in Phoenix, Arizona, which is actually kind of a purple state, 
they had the most violent riot. Uh, a bunch of droogs decided to riot around the, a city council building while the lawmakers were determining what they were going to do with abortion. Um, there was some damage, and it was scary for a moment, but for the most part, it was pretty tame. They were banging on the doors. The people couldn't leave inside. They didn't break anything. There were no windows broken or anything like that. Either way, wouldn't this be considered insurrection if, if people are attacking politicians? Wouldn't that be considered insurrection? Again, Phoenix is not exactly a conservative city. The state is purplish. I think it's actually more conservative than it is uh, liberal. But they are run by uh, – they do have um, Democrats throughout the state. So it's not really a, a truly leftist state. Um, so that's why I would put them up with, uh, let's say, Texas. So now the fact that there weren't violent riots is good and bad news for Democrats. They had to be kind of hoping that there weren't riots. But they kind of did want riots. The good news is if there were riots and nobody said anything, the January 6th committee would be dissolved. There'd be no reason for it. And to be honest with you, it probably needs to be dissolved anyway because no one seems to really care. AOC and Maxine Waters were specifically calling for people to go on the streets and riot. Would this have been investigated? Should they even now be investigated? I think so. The hypocrisy would be way too much to take the January 6th committee seriously. It might be too late, though, because uh, people are wondering about the leaked draft and why people weren't arrested when protesting in front of the judges' homes. So as far as a lot of people are concerned, including me, uh, I'm still wondering why nothing's being done currently. I don't need a, a building being burned down to, to wonder why January 6th, the 200 people in January 6th are still in jail rotting, but these people are protesting in front of judges' homes trying to intimidate them, and they're not being arrested. They're not even being ticketed. So that's the good thing, that people aren't rioting for the Democrats. I don't know if they buy that, but that's the good thing. But the bad news is, for the Democrats, because there are no riots, is it doesn't look like this platform is all that that exciting for November. It doesn't look like people are actually going to get pumped up to vote in November over abortion. Here's the thing. Most people do want restrictions on abortion, even pro-abortionists. The left has gone way too radical. That's the problem. They want, I mean, they want to kill a kid. They want to abort a kid when he's nine years old, for Christ's sake. They're openly saying that. In California, they want to set up a law that says the baby can die with that you can abort a baby when the kid's a month old. That is an actual law that's getting into place in California. Abortion is also not affecting people's daily lives. You know what's affecting people's daily lives? Inflation, gas prices, the war in Ukraine, the threat of China. That's what's affecting people's daily lives. Abortion doesn't. Most people don't get abortions. So, so no riots. Um, maybe Democrats will learn something. I doubt it. Uh, right now we're going to see maybe Antifa will rally people when it gets hotter out and they get a little bit more frustrated and people get antsy. So we'll, we'll have to see. I, I do think we're going to see riots this summer. I, I really do. I think we're going to see some, and it's going to be, it's going to be basically just bitching against the system. 
So I don't think, but I don't think abortion is going to be the main reason for it. Okay. And I don't know why these companies just don't learn. Uh, They're back at it. They seem really upset about, uh, these companies seem really upset that abortion might be banned. So they've all decided to support women who are in states that are going to ban abortion by sending them states that aren't banning abortion. So a lot of these companies will give a woman travel expenses and lodging expenses when they need an abortion so that they can go to different states. All right. So companies, they're the typical companies, Disney, Dick's Sporting Goods, Netflix, Comcast, Paramount, J.P. Morgan, PayPal, Apple, Tesla, Meta. I mean, it's the typical. It's a typical group. Here's the thing. Um, is there an ulterior motive or do they just really care about women, quote, women's health? I don't think so. Here's the reality. It's cheaper for a company to pay for a person to travel, give them $4,000 for them to travel to get an abortion than it is to actually pay for their maternity leave. That's what it comes. These people are not being at this point. Honestly, they're not being woke. They're doing this because they're being woke by announcing it. But they're not being woke. They're trying to to this is greed is what it comes down to. We don't want women taking off, uh, taking off six months on maternity leave. They'd rather just hey get the abortion. It's a that's a very cynical take, but it's more than likely it's probably true. So anyway, okay, I'm not going to get to my uh, opinion piece. I'll do that tomorrow because this opinion piece is worth reading. It's a little bit long. Uh, probably won't read the whole thing because there's just too much BS in it to for me to have patience with it. Um, visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. You really do need to look at some of these videos because they are a trip. I hope you have a great day. I hope you had a great weekend. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics.